Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one timely page of Talmud each day. And in today's pages, Bava Kama 92 and 93, we have another one of those great big Talmudic whoppers. Have a listen. Despite the fact that the assailant who caused damage gives to the victim all of the required payments for the injury, his transgression is not forgiven for him in the heavenly court until he requests forgiveness from the victim. As it is stated that God told Avimelech that after he had taken Sarah from Abraham, now therefore restore the wife of the man, for he is a prophet and he shall pray for you and you shall live. Genesis 27. And from where is it derived that if the victim does not forgive him, that he is cruel, as it is stated? And Abraham prayed to God, and God healed Avimelech and his wife and his maidservants, and they bore children. Genesis 20, 17. What an amazing meditation on justice. You can transgress, pay, but you are not forgiven in the heavenly court. The only one that matters until you request forgiveness from your victim. And if your victim doesn't forgive you, well, that victim is just cruel. What a profound piece of life advice. And when we encounter such great big profundities, who do we call? You know by now, our dear friend and teacher, Rabbi David Bashevkin, how are you, my friend? Liel, what an absolute privilege and pleasure to be discussing such a foundational page of the Talmud together today. And there are really three things that jump out at me that are really together so foundational for our tractate. Number one is the notion that you can't just damage somebody, pay them back, and say, I'm, I'm good to go. Why is that not enough, in fact? Why does this Mishnah seem to insist that even after you repay them fully, good, cold, hard cash, you write them a check, give them your credit card information, you pay them back, and still you need to rectify that personal relationship. Why, in fact, is that even necessary? Secondly, it is a little bit strange that the Talmud is going back to this story that takes place so early in the Torah. This is before the Torah was actually even given. This is way back when in the book of Genesis. And in that 20th chapter in the book of Genesis, we have that story of Avraham and Avimelech, where Avimelech kind of under false pretenses takes Avraham's wife and unknowingly, and then he gives her back. And that's where we derive this notion that you need to ask for forgiveness. And in fact, you have to also grant that forgiveness after it's asked, as we see, which the Mishnah quotes, that Avraham davens, he prays for King Avimelech. Why is this the place that we go to to understand this? Why don't we have like a more legal verse? This seems like a story which we don't usually derive long-lasting laws that are codified in the Mishnah from a story like this. And finally, my last question, which might be the most important one, is the very word, and we may have discussed this in the past, the very word that we use for forgiveness is a word that in the Mishnah uses over and over again over here is mechila. Mechila is the rabbinic term for forgiveness. And there's something very strange about this word in that it does not appear anywhere in the Torah. What are the rabbis doing inventing this word? What does the word mechila even mean? 
And to understand all of this, it really gets to the heart of what the very laws of damages are trying to do. There are some people who, if God forbid you're late for work, you're switching lanes, you bump into somebody else's car, you hurt somebody, they look at the laws of damages through a very secular lens and they assume that what we're trying to do is basically create like almost like budgetary fairness in society. You took $10 from me, now you have to give $10 back. You hurt me and that and that hurt was $500 worth of hurt, now you have to pay you have to pay that $500 back. That is absolutely true, but in the in the religious laws of damages, what are known as nizikin, which is the name of the order of the tractate that we are in, Bavakama is a part of nizikin. We're actually doing so much more. Paying back damages is not about settling settling your tab, or it's not about making sure that we all are have on, on the same fair budget system. It is about creating connections among society. It is about creating a society of fairness and trust so people are able to engage in relationships with one another in good faith. We try to create a trustworthy society so we can actually have those human connections. If we, if we don't pay people people back and also ask for forgiveness, then society is just going to be about reciprocity. It's going to be, okay, you let me $10, I'll pay you back $10. You damage me $100, I'll pay you back $100. Reciprocity is not enough. We need trust. We need that sense of connection among society that we're not just all part of a company called society, but we're actually moving towards something. And that requires the trust. And the only way to create trust is not just to pay pay somebody back, but to actually grant mechila, to grant forgiveness. And that's why we go to this story of Avraham, because Avraham is actually a story that predates the Torah itself. And what this Mishnah is telling us, that a part of human society requires us to transcend beyond reciprocity and into trust itself. And at the foundation of trust are those human connections that are only fostered through mechila. And here's something so beautiful. Why do they create the word mechila? Because the word mechila, and I heard this from my dear friend Mitchell first, the word mechila, he suggests, comes from the root word of chalal. Chalal means an empty space. The same reason why a flute, which creates music through blowing blowing breath into an empty space, creates music, is also called a chalal. Chalal is an empty space. Mechila is where we create a society that we have space for one another. Not just a reciprocity, not just, okay, you go about your business, I go about my business. But a society that we need needs to be built on a foundation, not of reciprocity, but of trust. And the only way to create trust, which our human condition so desperately needs, is we ask for forgiveness. We create space for one another. We create a society that allows people to have those trustworthy, real human connections where all of us ultimately can flourish. Baruch Hashem. Rabbi David Beshevkin, thank you so much for being our guest. My absolute privilege and pleasure.
This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, then you are really going to love the new book just published by me. It's called How the Talmud Can Change Your Life, Surprisingly Modern Advice from a Very Old Book. You can order it now at your local bookstore or directly from the publisher through the link in this here podcast description or through that big online store whose logo is, you know, a smile. As always, please go rate and review Take One on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. You could get your Take One t-shirts and mugs and other swag at tabletstudios.com and you could subscribe to our weekly newsletter at tabletm.ag slash take one newsletter. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Robert Scaramucci, Courtney Hazlett, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic.